named our podcast the World Class Agency Podcast, not because we thought we were world class, but because we try and get closer to it every conversation that we have. What does World Class Estate Agency look like to you? World Class Estate Agency is all about people. The good estate agents add, adds an incredible amount of value to the consumer. He's, he's looking after the customer properly, so being approachable, being accessible. And for me, every day's a learning day. What does being a world-class agent mean to you? Hello and welcome to today's episode of the World Class Agency Podcast. My name is Mark Worrell from Love to Move and I'm flying solo again this week. Um, my understanding is my normal co-host Sam Hunter from Home Search will be rejoining us next week. So looking forward to that. A lot has changed within the last week. Um, hoping that everybody with the news on Saturday is doing all right, that there aren't too many concerns um, about business um, and I understand as I record this, there has just been some guidance, new updated guidance released that suggests that estate agent offices can remain open. Um, I'm going to really struggle this week to do our normal intro. The back and forth um, between me and Sam is a little bit difficult when it is just me. Um, we've seen the market in the northwest um, be pretty buoyant. We've um, sold a house at half a million with our um, High Street Agency Moving Works just today. So the market is still moving. Just make sure that you are over-communicating and um, keeping everybody informed of the latest updates within the housing market. Um, but without further ado, I'm going to jump in and introduce today's guest. Today's guest, like many, fell into agency over 20 years ago and has gained significant experience, firstly in a large corporate in the southeast before going it alone by launching Evolution Properties in 2012. By his own admission, he has built a business on hard grass, giving blood, sweat and tears over the years, and is now a landlord, an agency owner and a prop tech supplier. A car fanatic, a former McDonald's manager, and the star of some of the most entertaining, if not family-friendly, video outtakes I've ever seen, Roy Fever. Welcome to the World Class Agency Podcast. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Yeah, I'm excellent. Thank you, Roy. How are you? Yeah, very well. I love the intro. Thank you very much indeed. Great bullet points there. <laughs> Gen genuinely make me laugh. And we'll, and we'll, we'll talk about some um, video outtakes because I had some video outtakes um, experience a few years ago. But I want to talk about video a little bit later because I want to start... Um, with everything that's going on, you talked about hard graft and giving blood, sweat and tears to your business over the years. And I'm sure there'll be some agents that are listening to this podcast that will be concerned. Um, have you got any advice that you would give to anyone who's maybe struggling following the news at the weekend and based on your experience with, from what you've been through over the years? I think it's just talk, Mark. I think that's the, the, the biggest thing. Um, it's like we, we mentioned previously, when I started out on my own, which was, yeah, it's coming up for nine years ago now, actually, when we launched. Um, I went through a period of, of five months in particular between my previous business um, and sort of breaking up with a business partner and setting off with Evolution. Um, and it's really hard. I found that really, really difficult because I was very much out alone. Um, I, I had to support my wife, which was fantastic. Um, but didn't have any business support. I didn't feel that I had any business support. Um, and then getting into Evolution itself is very difficult. I think just the groups that we've got on these Facebook pages, um, I think are absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I, don't yeah, I, think, I don't think everybody would feel comfortable airing their concerns or airing their stresses. 
Um, and I know quite a few people out there sort of copy and paste the reach out and I'll be your brother kind of chat. But actually, that's genuine. I think people do. And I've kind of said to so many people, look, just give me a ring. You know, it, or drop me a message, I'll give them my mobile. Because I've been there and it hurts. It's really, really difficult. But there's always going to be a better day. I mean, we were talking just now, wasn't it? Sort of yesterday, you might have had a bad day. Today, you come in a bit refreshed. Right, let's start again. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know 100% I did not have a good day yesterday. My wife said it to me because I worked with my wife. She said it to me when, when, when we got home. And I've woken up this morning, different mindset, um, much more positive and yeah. you know, we can't control what is going on externally it doesn't mean it's going to affect not affect how you feel but sometimes you know you've got to you've, you've got to just have that discussion and probably having that discussion with my wife yesterday there wasn't really much of a discussion i didn't do much talking i'm not overly good at that too, <laughs> to be honest, which might which might surprise some listeners but uh, talking about my feelings not not one of my strongest points so she did some of the talking at me but still did the job yeah. so I'm, I'm feeling a lot better a lot more positive um, following but the it does, Yeah, I think sharing, sharing that workload, I think, well, not necessarily workload, but sharing ideas and talking things through. I think um, a lot of people feel that a lot of the groups on Facebook and so forth, that they dare not put something out because they don't want to be ridiculed. And, and I can talk about that later with videoing and stuff. Um, but I think you need to look past that. And one of the big learning curves I went on was that coming out of, as you say, kind of semi-corporate, big estate agency background, um that kind of isolates you i think as an agent you you tend to have it inbred into you that um you only talk to your sort of fellow workers you don't talk to the competition mm. um and they're evil and they're nasty and it took me a couple of years to come out of that mindset and i think now i'm certainly out of it i'll talk to anybody quite happily talk to anybody um bear with me with time because obviously we're, we're still working on a day-to-day -day business as well but i think that's really important it's just reach out to people don't feel frightened uh, just drop them a, a, a personal message just kind of say hi uh, and just intro yourself to somebody that's on one of the groups and yeah there's a, there's a lot of help in those facebook groups as you talk about are yeah, I, think I, so. I think really 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 fantastic and there's a lot of idea sharing as a profession we're definitely moving more to that help and then yeah. the business will come will come later so i think that's a really positive positive step i mean to, to, to sort of give people a bit of a, a, a I suppose a positive lift or, or, or an outlook that things do always get better if you're focused and you're driven um, in between businesses. I was cleaning cars literally for 20, 30 yeah. just to pay, get some money coming in. Um, I, as I mentioned to you, Mark, there was a point I remember being sort of sat in the corner of my lounge on the floor, literally crying and shaking in frustration and stress, um, frightened the children. Um, sort of opened up the dialogue between myself and my wife. She supported me, listened to me. We talked about it, talked it through and just kind of went, you know what, T tomorrow's going to be a different day. Let's get on with this. And, and it happened. So I still get days like that. I think we all do. Um, but you just talk to somebody. Don't, don't bottle it up, whatever you do. Yeah, that's great advice. And um, thank you very much for, for sharing that. Really very, oh, very honest. Pleasure. Um, um, I don't want other people to suffer like I did, but you will. It will happen. I'm not going to lie about it. It's not all going to be rosy days and money pouring in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's going to be challenges ahead. So, um, talk, and I'm sure you'll um, be happy to have have those conversations. Yeah. And Anybody? I want, I want to go back and talk. Sorry, I want to go back and talk about your videos. So, um, <laughs> I do find them genuinely genuinely funny. And um, I did a video 
outtake when and it was the first time we ever did video as a company probably three years ago we had a videographer come in um <coughs> sorry excuse me i couldn't say the word estate agent which for making a video about an estate agent was, was quite challenging so I, I i had video outtakes and the video outtakes were much more popular than the um the actual video funnily, funnily yeah. enough and um, i'm sure i'm sure yours are, are as well maybe you'll, maybe you'll tell us but can I just ask how big a part does video play in your strategy and has that role grown over the last 12 months or has it been a, lo a longer build up? Because we, um, we talked about how video has evolved in the agency, but talk yeah. us through how that happened and what your plan is for it moving forward. Um, okay. So I was never a massive fan of Facebook. Um, I think it, um, my wife in particular doesn't like it. Um, but I think probably over the last, three to four years, we realized how important it was. Um, up until August last year, my mindset was always, um, and I think an, an awful lot of agents are still on this journey. They're only literally starting this. And I think the mindset of, it's all about us as the agent, we've done this, we're fabulous, we're great. Um, shout and scream about us, big head, here we go. Um, I, I think that's the worst way to do it personally, but we'll all go through that, 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 that sort of, we've got to shout about us as estate agents. And unfortunately, I think a lot of that comes from the corporate support that agents have come from. A lot of the independents will have started out at some point or worked within the corporate environment from, from that's just from my experience of talking to people. Um, yeah. It's a really bizarre instant. Last August, we were on holiday in Florida and I was sat on the beach and there was um, a guy from, oh, was it John Paul Jr. Senior or something? The guy that runs Orange County Choppers, really bizarre, walks up on the beach, walks into the sea and I'm just sat there and I thought, that's a, that, that, it's like, uh, I mean, this guy is massive in America. So I just took, I took it by the, 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 you know what, and just walked up to him and just said to him, can I just get a photograph with you? And he said, yeah, of course you can, no problem. Took the photo and I went and sat back down. And literally, just before I'd done that, I was um, listening to one of Chris Watkins' podcasts. And they were talking about sort of video usage and everything. And it just got me thinking, I can do this. I think there was this whole mindset of, if I can walk up to somebody famous like that and, and just totally out of the blue, He's on holiday, he probably shouldn't have done it because he's probably relaxing, bless him. Um, but he was as good as gold. And just pick up that banner and get on with it, you know, just start doing the video. So when I got back, I, I went to um, an empty flat we were renting out. And it probably took me about 10 takes to do it. But from there on in, I just, I, 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 it's just snowballed. And the one thing I've learned from following it and, and sort of following people like Chris Watkin, excuse me, seeing a lot of people putting videos out there, the ones that get the traction are where you're talking about, you can talk about properties you're renting and selling. Obviously, there's a proportion of your videos that are going to be for that. Um, but just before I jumped in with you, Mark, I did my Tenants Tuesday teaching. So I try every week, or at least kind of once or twice a month, to put out content for tenants, landlords, sellers, and buyers. Um, and I've just got a list. And again, if anybody wants that list, just drop me a message. I'll send it over to you. There's no, I don't want anything for it. Just help out. But it's what I've really realized, Mark, is that you've got to you've got to give good content. And we're all hearing this all the time. Don't talk about you. I say don't talk about you. That's an awkward one because I think people need to learn or get to know you as the agent and, and build that trust and relationship with you. Um, I think it's too short sighted if you just think 
if so, if you put a video out there, you're going to get 20,000 views. You're going to get five valuation instructions off the back of it. It's never going to happen. You've got to spend years putting this stuff out there. And I think if I ever have a regret, I just wish I grabbed it um, a lot sooner. I wish I'd sort of got on yeah. board and, and, and realized that it isn't just about me. It isn't about how amazing evolution properties are or my estate agency, whatever. It's all about this is what's going on in the local to in, in the local area, the local community. I did one recently where a lady went to value a house and she was talking about the community garden. So we popped around there, did a video that hit over 11,000 views. I mean, crikey, yeah. people would pay a fortune to get that kind of coverage. Um, and it just works. Video without a doubt is probably, it's probably one of the most important things that I'm now doing from a marketing perspective. Number, number one marketing task, creating yeah. videos, as you said, yeah. not, not just, but good, good, helpful content for people um, to get your face in front of them. Yeah. It, 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 if you're not doing it, it it's, I, th I think you are definitely missing a trip. We've got a competitor. Um, I was talking to a client the other week and again, I'm very careful. I would never uh, sort of knock the competition. I think that's incredibly unprofessional, but um, they mentioned that, oh, they were trying to find them on Facebook. Couldn't find them. Well, okay. Not everybody likes Facebook. I get that. Okay, from a personal point of view, they find it an invasion of privacy. But if that's the case, just set yourself up. You'll find I've got Roy Fever, local property expert. Just do that for you, for your business. You don't have to put your kids' photos on, your wedding photos or anniversary. Just do it as you as a person, you know, as an agent. Just do it as a, I suppose, really a, a sort of a blog content via Facebook um, and just put everything on there and just, just keep pushing it and pushing it. Talk about, as you say, local events that are going on in the community um talk about give out useful information about what the market's doing um and I, as i say i've got those lists i'm quite happy to send them out i've sent them to a couple of people already and they love it so very very generous and i did a lot of nodding through what you were talking about there Roy. <laughs> very very um similar sort of viewpoints to my own i've taken to in the office now when somebody puts a piece of marketing in front of me to go out I will always challenge it and say do you need to say that about us and I know it's about finding that right balance but and you know the, the first person that jumps to mind with that is, is Chris Watkin he likes yeah, to definitely fun at the, the right move pie charts but um, it's always about challenging it to try and make it more informative um, yeah. but as you said you've got to be consistent I really like you what do you say, Tuesday tenant? So we, we, I've got three that I run. So we do a tenant's Tuesday teachings. Um, I was yeah. off last week, so it wasn't sent out. Some weeks I just get caught up and don't do it. So um, I try and get in the office early morning, like I've done this morning, quickly video it. It's only anywhere, the subject between two and five minutes. So that's tenant's Tuesday teachings. Yep. Um, on a Thursday, we do a landlord lowdown. And basically that just, what we do is put it on Facebook, but we email it out to all our landlord database. And it just talks about if okay. there's a relevant subject. Um, I mean, this week we'll, um, we'll sort of send out about, obviously with the lockdown coming in, we'll just reiterate that we're there to do, to talk and, and help out tenants if they're having rent issues and so forth, just to put landlords' minds at ease. And I get so many positive feedbacks, rather than just sending them an email newsletter, which let's be honest how many emails do you just go yeah i don't want to read that i don't want to read that no. but if you send a video content and it doesn't take very long to do you don't have to spend i literally just use my iphone um and it works and then on saturday i sit down with uh, my sales manager andrew um he's 33 years in the business and mine 23 and we kind of think not boasting but we kind of think we've, we've got a good understanding of what's going on 
And again, we just pick a subject every single week. We sit and do it. Um, and we put it out on a Saturday out on our Facebook. We'll give it a boost. So I let it run for 24 hours. Um, and then just sort of boost it for £20 for five days. And the, again, the traction we get, 2,000 plus views on it. And how important do you think, with, with all of that, fantastic, great content, no doubt, um, having a big impact in the business, getting it in front of more people. But how important do you think is giving it a name? So I really like, you, you've done that on a Tuesday, you low yeah, down. Tuesday the, teachings. Sat, well, Saturday's yeah. the best one. Sat, try and say this quickly, Saturday Sofa Share. Um, I, I, I have to say, and I, I, I did admit to uh, admit to him, but I pinched that from John Paul's Saturday share that he sends out in his group on Saturday. But it, it's incredibly important to just constantly put it out. And so people recognize it and you get people that are watching out for it. I actually had a message this weekend, again, because I was off. I didn't do with Andrew the Saturday sofa share. Um, and I got a message from somebody. So oh, you didn't put one out this week. I mean, come on, that's, that's kind of what you want, it's just, yeah, so, um, you know, I've got my wrist slap on that one, so I think in the future I'll probably have to pre-record it and get it ready to send out, but it does work. But giving, giving it that day of the week helps you become more consistent, right? Yeah, absolutely, it is, it is purely consistency, I don't think you need to panic if you miss a week, it's really not the end of the world, but if you, if you kind of do um, one, and then do one in three weeks' time, and then in six weeks' time, you, you haven't got that level of consistency there, you know. There, there was a comment on one of the groups the other day just about posting on your Facebook page, um, agent. Um, you don't have to do something every minute of the day, you don't have to do something absolutely every day, but you need to, you need to be doing it regularly. We all do it. If we book something, we'll have a look at Google reviews, or we'll have a look on their Facebook page if we're going to order something, and if they're not regularly interacting with customers or showing what's going on you start to doubt their sincerity i think is probably the best way to put it yeah i, I think you're right i think it's got to it's got to be consistent and done on a on a regular basis yeah and um, when we spoke about coming on the show you, t you talked to me about being forward thinking your videos were talked about your mascot tours um and you actually mentioned it in that that um that previous little segment you said about your management team with the significant experience. Yes. So I wanted to ask you, how do you combine your significant experience with always being forward thinking and how important do you think it is not to just rest on your laurels and use that experience? I think it's extremely important. I don't, I think you've still, there is always this phrase. I think this is a common phrase that I see um, all the time on websites, on, on marketing literature, um, sort of like traditional, was it traditional, um, estate agent with modern methods and things like that. I think we've all got to be um, constant, I suppose constantly evolving. And that's, to be fair, that's where our estate agents and Amy Evolution came from. So we're always going to evolve. I'm not going to just sit there. I'm not going to just let this happen. This is going to change on a regular basis. And more importantly, I think, let's trial it and be comfortable with it and believe in that product. Whatever we're, whatever we're adding or whatever we're utilising, um, and the, your perfect example is the Matterport thing. I, I shot out and, and learned how to do one very quickly, and they're not difficult. I had this this mindset that if modern technology is difficult, it's not right for you. Um, and I don't mean that as in some people say, oh, I'm not very tech orientated. A tech product should be literally nearly one click wonder if they want you to buy it and use it and make the best of it. It should be complicated. I think. Like anybody, uh, my initial sort of step into the video stuff and into, as you say, Matterport, even when we started using floor plans, um, it was kind of, oh, this is really scary. But actually, it's really simple. It's 
really straightforward. And I think as an agent, if you're going to sit there and just still sit and I mean, it's nothing against high street agents because that will still work for quite a number of years. I think but if you're just going to sit there in your high street agency, change your window cards every now and then and just put your properties on one of the major portals without doing any social media marketing, without any promotional sort of uh, material going out. And that I'm not a huge fan of leaflets myself, but I think they've got a time and a place depending on what you do. I think if you're not, I suppose, developing your business and moving forward, um, you can only go one way. And unfortunately, that's going to be backwards. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree, absolutely. Um, I, I actually haven't clicked that the evolution within the properties, and that would be the, the reason why. So it's, if, you, if you have it in your name, you've, you've got to be taking those steps well, forward, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think that it, it frustrates me when people ring up and they call us evolution. It's like, it's not, it's evolution. But it, I mean, that's irrelevant. <laughs> but, it is, but it is true. You have to kind of, yeah, you have to take it and, and kind of move forward. I think there's a lot of prop tech out there, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, I think there's an awful lot out there that people get worried about and they get hung up on it. And I think this is where, again, where we're sort of saying about the sort of traditional agent with modern methods, where we've got the experience here in the branch. So, for example, I was off last week. Michelle, who's our branch partner, um, 16 years plus. Andrew, who's the sales manager, 33 years plus. When I'm not here, yes, we have massive checklists. We have amazing processes in place. And we're constantly developing those and improving them, breaking them, fixing them, etc. But I know that if I'm not here, I've got the experience in the team to lead the, I suppose, the, the, the newbies, for want of a better phrase, I suppose. But the, the team members that haven't done it for very long, there's the support and the guidance. And I think we, me personally, of course, I'm going to be biased towards us, but I think we've got a perfect mix. I think it's incredibly important to have that experience. But having the younger generation coming in as well, um, as well as the older generation, but new blood, I think it shakes things up every now and then. Yeah, absolutely. And you taught when, when we, and that's the reason I talked about being a, uh, a McDonald's manager, you think your um, preference for processes and tick list comes from going right back to one of your first jobs, right? Absolutely. So working at McDonald's and anybody that's worked there will understand, um, may have changed now, I don't quite know how they do it, but um, we used to have, um, I forget the word for it now, but it was you'd have a checklist. So everybody takes the mickey out of, oh, you've got your five stars and McDonald's, but actually to earn those, you've got to consistently show that you can do that sort of specific aspect of the job to an exceptionally high standard. Um, a lot of people joke about it, you don't need a brain, but I tell you, it, uh, that's why it's successful. That's why it works, because they've got okay. those systems in place. So over the thousands upon thousands of restaurants throughout the whole world, they will all run theoretically the same way. And that's why that's why it's a success because it's just built into them. Mm. And as you say, you don't build a business that is that big without having amazing processes underlying. Absolutely, and I think I was, I was talking to um, a friend of mine um, recently who's just sort of gone out on his own, and I said to him, I said one of the things that I would suggest you do from day one is write everything down, get the processes, get the systems in place. Um, I had them in my head. I was on my own running Evolution for the first year, literally alone. And then Michelle joined me with another team member as well. And we didn't write everything down straight away. So I've had to play an awful lot of catch up and particularly reading, again, shameless plug for him, bless him. Um, but John Paul's book about the sort of agency uh, roadmap, it's fantastic. It, it can't stress enough how important it is to have those processes in place but you need to be revisiting you need to be checking them you need to be adjusting them improving them 
Um, I mean, for us, a, a massive game changer was at the start of last year when we went paperless. So anybody on the tenancy side of the business um, in particular, the only piece of paper they'll ever get is maybe a brochure that we hand them when we show them around the property. Everything else is paperless. And to do that, we could only do that and ensure that the whole bearing in mind the team had to change everything that they were doing was by having a proper checklist in place and, you and using them as well. And then you have to have a checklist of the checklist to ensure the staff member's done the job properly. But it's important to do it, you know? I mean, my team laugh at me when I send out an email when I've adjusted something and they, they kind of go, oh, here comes another hashtag training email. But it makes them think about it. And again, it comes back to if you're consistently using the same title, like we said, the Saturday Sofa Share, Tenants Tuesday Teaching, just constantly have those points of reference that the team know exactly what it's for. I like that. What was it? Hashtag training? Hashtag, it's just hashtag training. And then in the title, that's in the subject line of your email. And then you put something like, I don't know, um, new rent collection procedure or, or something like that. And then it has a full document with it that you've then saved and attached to your, um, your operations manual. That's hard work getting it set up. It, it's hard work getting it set up, but believe me, it pays dividends, particularly when you get a new team member come in, they can pick up the baton a lot quicker. Um, and also, without wanting to sound harsh, because I don't like to slap sort of staff down, but it makes them accountable when they've signed off to say, yeah, I've read that and understand it. And then later on, you will always, you'll always have a team member that says, oh, I can't remember how to do that. Well you know where to look and, and how to revert back to it. Yeah, quite quite simple, but, but quite effective, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've not really mentioned it yet. I did give it a brief mention in the intro, but obviously you're a PropTech supplier now as well with RightVal, which is your own online valuation tool. Just talk right. me through how, how big of a part that plays within <coughs> your business and um, why for you it's, it's much more than just sticking it Stick the tool on your website and wait for it. So talk us through the part it plays and how you use it as well. Okay, so I mean, if we wind the clock back a couple of years ago, we took up, or well, I, through um, a friend of mine who runs an agency, um, I spotted that he had a valuation tool on his website. I went, oh, I really like that. How how does that work? So, um, sort of quick fast forward, we took up um, what is now one of our competitors' um, products and popped it on the well, got it popped on the website, um, and. It kind of evolved from there, and, and, and I don't like to talk ill of the competition. I'm not going to say who it was, but it, I just felt very unsupported. And when um, Matt, that is my business partner on right now, um, him and I were already doing another project to do with, as I mentioned it yesterday, sort of whiteboards, digital checklists, this kind of thing. And Matt just messaged me one evening and sort of said, how much are you paying for this? So I sort of disclosed it to him. Um, joking aside, he said, I could write that in my sleep. And I went, go on then. And sort of two years later, it, it's all, the rest of it's history. But um, it's, it's incredibly important now. And I think what this has helped me actually in my journey as an estate agent. Um, when I first sort of launched Right Val, I kind of said, in my, I think in my head, and I said to Matt, um, I'm an agent, I know everything that goes on, I'm big-headed, I'm the best, I'm brilliant, and we're going to launch this and uh, the floodgates will open and everybody will take it. Well, we couldn't have been any further from the truth, to be fair. Um, and I think it was really around that sort of September, October time, so yeah, two years ago, that I started getting involved in the Facebook groups, just trying to, and I think, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I went into it in the initial stages of, well, I get to know everybody on Facebook, I can then sell them the product, bang, done, brilliant. <laughs> you know, and, and I think... 
and I'm, I, to be fair, I'm actually I've got no regrets about that because it it's it's introduced me to so like, like you, Mark. It's introduced me to some amazing people out there. Um, I've not met pre. I, I think uh, was it um, Alex um, Knight from Knight Edmonds, um, Sam and Alex who run yeah. Mason. I met up with them a couple of weeks ago, and it was lovely just to put a name to a face and actually meet people. And it's impossible to meet everybody out there, but um, the journey for me was very much in my kind of coming away from being this, I'm an agent and I'm the best and I'm going to talk about myself. And, and it's kind of taught me to, I suppose, just interact with people in a different way, massively different way. But the big thing for us is if you're going to have a product like this on your website, it's probably going to give you 1% of your leads. It's not massive. It's not huge. Yeah. Um, but I think the next big thing is if you're marketing it correctly, so use of Google ads, Facebook ads, that kind of thing, if you're driving adverts, um, sort, of, well, sort of sponsoring adverts and so forth, um, and driving the traffic to the actual valuation tool, um, that is where your leads are going to come in. And that's incredibly important. And I'll, I'll tell you now, one of the biggest frustrations I find is that we'll get all these leads going to clients through the managed service that we offer. Um, people only give it two or three, might only give it two or three months. And it's like, no, you've got to build this. This is your database for the next 12, 18, 24 months plus. People only move once every seven years. They might do a quick valuation now, but might not move for three years. So you still want to be, I suppose, there in their mind. Um, and you still want to be, I suppose, giving them, as we say, regular updates. Might not be weekly ones. You might set it as a monthly update, depending on how you, you set up your nurture system. Um, but yeah, I think if, if you're an agent and, you, and you're not using, it doesn't have to be our product, right Val? I mean, there's other ones out there. Um, but I think it's incredibly important that you've got it as part of your marketing strategy. A, fan, a fantastic lead magnet, but would you agree only as good as the follow-up and then the nurture campaign then? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. I couldn't have said it better, Mark. It, it, exactly. And I, I think... For, for us, um, and again, shameless plug, but we, when we launched the product, we just assumed everybody would take it and run. And I really probably should have listened to my own self talking um, about how poor or the experience was with, with the product we initially took. Um, and at the start of this year, we launched Right Val Managed. So there's a lot of agents out there that were taking the product and actually not doing anything with it. So they weren't promoting it. They didn't know how to promote it. To the point we even gave them a step-by-step -step guide. And again, my sort of experience of dealing with, with team members here at Evolution was step-by-step, -step, screenshot, that's how you do it, then it'll work. People still weren't doing it. And, and it was incredibly frustrating because we didn't, when we launched Rive Out, yeah, we, of course, we'd love to be millionaires. Everybody wants to be retired and sit on a beach somewhere. But the, the kind of ethos behind it was not just as a one-click one, so it's easy to use, but also so they did use it. And I was getting a bit annoyed. Matt was getting a bit frustrated. It's like, look, we've got a great product here. It's very affordable, but people weren't doing anything with it. And we were seeing people, we kind of felt a bit guilty taking people's money and they weren't actually making the best of it. So right Found Manage got launched. So we effectively run everyone's Facebook adverts for them. We cover the cost of that within the package, the subscription every month. They can spend more if they want. That's absolutely fine. We don't charge many extra for it. Um, and then recently, which is today's launch, excitingly, um, excuse me. <coughs> you were saying about the kind of the, the follow up and the nurture and everything. Um, again, I talk to a lot of agents. They're not running a blog. They're not running a nurture campaign. 
And I think it's all right for me to sit there and go, yeah, you should be doing it. I, I'm very lucky. I've got Emily, who not only runs Right Val for us, but also does all the marketing in-house for Evolution. So that's fantastic. Um, but it, it's just people just people aren't doing anything with those leads. People aren't following up, as you say. They're not putting them into a nurture system. They haven't got the time. And I don't think people prioritise it. They don't see the importance of it, Mark. I suppose, really, what you're saying is you're going to use your nurture campaign. You might have a different one, but why not repurpose the content that you're putting out on, if it's for sales, your Saturday sofa share, why not send that out to all of the people who who you build because you're using RightVal to build the database, right? So you could use repurpose that content. And I think a lot of agents are producing content, but maybe not repurposing it in, in those sorts of ways. Yeah, I think it's, again, it, everybody can regurgitate what's out there in the news. And I think if everybody just sat back for a minute, pulled up their Facebook feed, I keep referring to Facebook, but it's obviously the, the main sort of channel for a lot of people at the moment. Um, yeah. Pulled up their Facebook feed and look through their company Facebook page or their local property expert page, whatever they've got. Um, and I would say 95% of those posts are either about themselves as an agent or they're just regurgitating the news that's out there. And it's, oh, we, we do it. I mean, we, we, we put bullet points out, obviously. Um, so for example, within the Right Val Nurture program, um, they get a regular letter, which is kind of like the nurture letter. So it's a 12 step letter process. Um, they're also getting a uh, sort of a mid-month marketing update just with some really exciting bullet points, not the boring stuff, some, some sort of catchy points. But we also send out newsflash articles. So for example, um, if Boris extended the, the stamp duty, we'd send that out to all our clients, all the estate agents, databases, just to touch base with yeah. them. And as you say, content, exciting content, and just stuff that could interest people. And helps keep you front of mind for when they are selling them to, you'll hopefully be there. Yeah, agent, absolutely. So. It's, 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 I mean, everybody says it, slowly, slowly catching monkey, it's the long game, whatever you want to call it. But if you're getting all these leads coming in and you're not doing anything with them, you might as well not get the leads coming in. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, thank you very much, Roy. Appreciate that. We ask this question to everyone that, that comes on the show <laughs> as, as our final question. Um, and it is, what does world-class estate agency look like to you? What does world-class estate agency look like to me? Wow. Um, I think it's somebody, I think it's run by the owners. And I, I, I know there are agents out there that don't run it themselves. I think it's run by the owners. They don't have to be on the day-to-day -day basis of, of being sat in the office. But I think it's world-class estate agents are people that know what's going on. They're not sat there just beating that drum, if that makes sense. They want to look after clients. They want to be involved with clients. Um, they are effectively and i keep saying this and it's easier for me i know because i've got one branch and i'm a local independent etc but they are the local property expert the go-to person excellent and i'm guessing your videos and all that side of things are making you the go-to person in your area I, I, i'd like to think so yeah as you, you briefly mentioned the bloopers one worked very well um but i don't really get much of that now because um the majority of what i do um is kind of live 
much better you get you yeah. get a much better traction through facebook for it and it stops you actually swearing so um that's probably a positive for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want to be swearing on those live videos no hey, so no that, that's that's not a good mix no <laughs> well thank you very much for your time i really really appreciate it if anyone does want to reach out to you based on anything that we've discussed today how how best to get in touch and just drop me a message on Facebook. Um, you can find me other um, Evolution Properties. Um, I've got Roy Fever, local property expert, or just Roy M Fever, which is my private page. But I'm I, I'm out there. You know, I, I'm transparent. Um, give me a call in the office, 01233 501 601 as well. But yeah, I'm happy to talk. I haven't got a problem with that. Awesome. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. A massive thank you once again to Roy Fever from Evolution Properties and Right Val for joining me on today's podcast. A lot of um, key takeaways starting off with just talk. Thank you very much for um, talking so openly, Roy, and so honestly about your experiences in agency. Um, if anybody is struggling at the moment, um, then I think that is really good advice just to talk about your um troubles and you know all of the mental health thing i know sam my co-host is very big on mental health monday really promoting that um so that just talk i thought was really good advice in relation to the key takeaways that i took from the podcast one that i've already actually shared with our team here at love to move is give your videos a name so he talked about Saturday Sofa Share, Tenants Tuesday Teachings. Wow, there is an awful lot of alliteration when you say it in, in one sentence like that. But a really effective way of making yourself consistent and making yourself accountable to your audience. If you start doing it every week, then they start to expect it. As Roy mentioned, he's now getting people reaching out to him asking him where they are if he if he dares to have a week off. Um, so that's a really interesting takeaway. If you do that, people then start to recognize it. He talked about video not just being something you do today and expect results from tomorrow, but he's been doing it um, for quite a while now and has started to see his results just snowball. If you haven't seen any of Roy's videos, follow him on Facebook, search out um, his company. He's just sort of you won't be surprised to hear, but evolved his videos. He's now um, doing some more cinematic stuff, which is really interesting to have a look at. If you are wanting to go down that road, I would encourage you to go on and, and have a look. And then um, finally, just talking about world-class agency. Roy talked about it very personally to his perspective that um, being the person within your location that knows what's going on being the person that wants to be involved with clients but ultimately being the go-to person for property in your area and i thought that was a really nice way to summarize what being a world-class agency meant to roy and what he's aiming to aspire to with his videos his um online valuation tool and the nurture campaigns that, that he puts through there. So um, once again, thank you very much um, to Roy for his time. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed um, today's podcast and I'm looking forward um, to getting back to, I was going to say a little bit of normality, but actually it's not going to be normal next week because of everything that's going on in the world. Our podcast will be a little bit more normal. So hopefully you can in, enjoy that. Um, if you do like what we do on this podcast, please um, share it with your colleagues. Drop us a review if you haven't already reviewed on wherever you listen, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or what have you. We really appreciate that. Um, thank you very much. My name is Mark Worrell. 
I've not been joined by Sam Hunter from Home Stage. I'm still trying to get used to that. Uh, my name is Mark Orwell. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you again next week.